It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Can't beat the rest. Ah, he was holding me. Being held right now. Didn't call it. Grabbed my face mask. Pulled my head. Greetings, loyal listeners. Uh, you are listening to the Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. Uh, please give us a follow on Twitter at T Blowhole. You can uh, shoot us an email, uh, theblowholeradio at gmail.com, and you can give us a follow on Instagram, uh, the Blowhole Podcast. Um, so if you're not following us, uh, on any social medias, give us a follow, send us an email, send us a message. We'll, we'll give you a shout out on air guaranteed and uh, also guaranteed for a response. Um, unfortunately we had no response for the officiating on Sunday night. Um, man, that was disappointing in so many different ways. I mean, I don't think we played our best. Um, but I mean, 10, 10 penalties to no penalties um, and some pretty obvious ones that happened right in front of the referees to not be called. And I, you know me, I'm the one that, that normally complains about the refs and the lack of calls that this team has gotten over the years. But uh, I think you actually might be agreeing with me on this one, Rob, in my crazy conspiracy this, theories. <laughs> this, this honestly, this was the officiating was so bad that I'm not even sitting here like saying, oh, we could have won, whatever. I'm like, the NFL needs to find out who paid these guys or what they bet on because this was so wrong. I mean, just national media, everybody's just looking at it and be like, how could this be? And and yeah, 
normally after a game with normal officiating, you'd be bitching about the, you know, the, the Wilkins uh, uh, roughing the passer because it was weak, but they make those calls all the time. But, and but the miss, the miss pass interference on Mostert on the interception. At the yeah. End cause, well. cause that was yes. like, that was like, he was a little out of the way. The other guy had to jump on it. But when, and early on when David Long got tackled, Phillips' sack, he's got two guys with their arms wrapped around his chest as he's passed them. But the most egregious was the fourth down, and they pulled – it was Cedric Wilson, right? They literally pulled – he's going back for the ball, and they pull his face mask, twist his head 90 degrees. Before the ball gets there. So yeah. it was not just a face mask personal foul. It was also pass interference. Yeah, it was before the ball was th- – I think before the ball was thrown so or whatever, so it makes it true – or after the ball, whatever. It was I yeah, think it was, it was actually PI. But. Yeah, it was definitely PI. So, I mean, those are how do you not call? How do you not? Those those were like egregious. And even some of the then there was one. There was one of the one of Mostert's runs got called back by one of the wide receivers had like a really iffy like like a ticky tack. Like they're calling ticky tacks on us, and they're not calling those guys when they're literally mauling us. And one or one, you know, you could get one bad call here or there, but that was just that was like more than one bad call in every quarter. Like it was, there was like five or six egregious non-calls. Hill was definitely interfered with. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's interfered with multiple times, multiple games, and they just never get called, but he was definitely interfered with on, you know, a a pass attempt that where there was a pretty clear picture of his Jersey getting ripped. But those are the things they usually don't miss. Like they might miss a hand grab here, but when you pull a Jersey, you can see that from across the field. Those are ones that, yeah, this was also, I mean, the, the touchdown that got called back early. I mean, the game's completely different, right? But that's that's, a different game at that point. Like that's one I've seen called like, you know what I mean? Like they weren't calling it. The point is they were not calling it for us. There were way more egregious holding penalties happening to our defensive line. Yes. And that, I mean, the game is completely different at that point. This team is much different if they're playing with the lead. If they go up 7-3 right away, I mean, it's a totally different game. The game's different. Like, things, the play calling's different. You know, the way, it's just, you hate to, it's just, you're two good teams and, like, you don't want to bitch about it, like, too much. And, like, we should talk about, like, the actual game, um, which we will. But it's just, it's hard not to. And, I mean, granted, like, I I'm I'm biased. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Granted, I was drinking heavily and had been drinking before the game started. And I remember coming home being like, was it really as bad as I thought it was? Or am I just drunk? And then like I woke up the next day and saw all the memes and all like the, you know, the the video footage. And it wasn't like not dolphin site memes. Like this, these are just NFL memes that just happen all the time, you know? Like it's there's no You I mean, say memes too much. I do. I like them a lot. I do like your new hat, by the way. I didn't mention it yet. You're wearing a brand new Dolphins. Yeah, lid. thanks. Yeah, I've I've had it this whole season. I've worn it a couple times. It still has the tag on it. What do yeah, you mean, least, bro? yeah, I do that. Yeah, but that's <laughs> how you know they're new and that they're in good shape. <laughs> but but the game. So honestly, I was confident they'd win if Connor Williams played. As well, Liam played okay against the Panthers, but you know this is this is one of the best fronts. The way, uh, yeah, the Carter and Davis are, are monsters, um, and they're very good players. And you know we had trouble. We had trouble. We couldn't run anything up the middle. Uh, we you know Tua got rushed on a couple. You know, and on third and longs were were trouble because he and I thought Tua played really well. 
uh, given the time and the stuff. This, I, I mentioned this to you last year. This felt like when 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 Liam's in there against a good defense, it feels like last year's team. We can't run. And two is running for his life, and you're just praying like that that first read works because it's all he had time for. Um, and it just and when we played good teams, you know, like that's what happened. We'd keep it close for a while. They were winnable games, and then it falls apart because you can't, you know, you can't sustain that. So it really, it, it's almost like flashbacks to last year's team when the offensive line falls apart. And and look, I'm a Greer defender, um, but. I can't argue if you want to say backup center should have been more of a priority. It seemed it. I can't make any excuse for not having a better backup center on the team. And that, and look, we could, yeah, we could make fun of Liam all we want. The guy's doing his best. He's that's he's, he shouldn't be asked to be playing center. It's not really his thing. So uh, the, the sad thing is he's actually been like, he's graded out better as a center than he has at the sure. other position which are his natural positions uh, or that we're, we were told he was going to be able to play. And I'm, you know, we'll talk about the Patriots game and, and the injuries on the offensive line and what maybe. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but just keeping let's, let's finish talking about the Eagles game. I mean, I like the offense played. Okay. I feel like they didn't stay on the field enough or sustain enough drives. I, I thought the defense played well, you know, and then you go back and look at the numbers. I mean, they gave up 31 points, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't because of short fields or turnovers. Like, I mean, they, they, they made some plays. Like I, I, I said it last week going into the game. I was like, we need to see some turnovers. We haven't seen any, right. They forced two. One of them was a touchdown. Um, you know, they, they made a, and they, they had a, a decent amount of sacks, you know, Chubb had two sacks. Phillips had one, um, you know, they, 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 they made some plays, but they, they still gave up 31 points and they were doing it with a, they, you know, their best, their best three players at corner were not playing. No Nick Needham, no Xavier Howard, no Jalen Ramsey. Um, it's just it was just a weird game. Like the like the way like the the way the officials were calling it definitely had something to do with it. But the flow of it was weird. It was like the defense was playing well, but still couldn't get off the field. Offense couldn't never really got going. There was the one the one touchdown pass to Hill that you know wasn't called back. Uh, you know it was a beautiful play. Um, they had a couple drives that looked pretty good definitely not up to our standards but again it, felt, it yeah. felt like last year's offense which was you know you make that one mistake the sack or the holding call and now and the drive is over because yeah, like, i don't think Tua made a lot of like bad throws or bad decisions no, like, I I remember, like the 49ers game last year like he missed a lot of throws in that game like that game was winnable and it, it this felt like that in some ways because it was like a really good team on the road, a test, a prove it game, you know, and we just didn't, we just didn't play our best, you know? And then in this game, it was like, it didn't look like we were playing our best, but he didn't make a ton of mistakes. Like even the interception, like I said, like most of it was pretty clearly interfered with on that play, but I mean, you're throwing into triple coverage, you know, games. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was but again, you're, you're down, you're trying to make a play. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I've seen way worse than that. Yeah. I just, uh, it, yeah, it was, it was a weird, it was a weird game, a weird night. Um, you know, I, I felt really weird, you know, not just hungover the next day. Like I was like, did that, like what happened? Like what, like, you know, like try, I like rewatching it, like watching the highlights, like hearing the narrative, like, Oh, we can't win the big game. I get it. Like we, we didn't change that narrative. Um, but I, like, I didn't feel like we played bad, you know, maybe it was more like the, the, 
the game in Buffalo last year on Saturday night. I think we talked about that off air where like they, they played really well in that game. I think they actually played probably better in that game than they did in this one. Um, you know, but they just came up just short at the end. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, and, yeah. I'll, I'll say like going in last week, you know, you know, what I said was I just want, I want a competitive game. I want to see that we can hang. And I, I feel like we can hang if we were healthier and look, they weren't healthy. Either teams aren't healthy, but we had, there are certain injuries that are harder to overcome than others. And for us, center's one of them. Um, and, you know. And secondary. I mean, there was secondary. I, mean, I don't need to see Eli Apple play any. I mean, he played okay. Like, he made yeah, some yeah. decent plays, but he was getting beat. But, all right. Oh, you want to talk about it? Why is Hardy Nickerson getting so much run? Like, is, is, is this thing so hard to pick up with Sam Smith? Or was he – is he – that much is he a bust? I mean, it's too early to say bust. You you don't know. I mean, I, 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 is he not picking up the system, or do they just not like putting in the rookies? They were even not a career hater, but the man, his draft history is he's got some hits, but he's not the but best. But Smith was not. But Smith was not like an out of nowhere Igbenogany. There were people like we we didn't like it because we that we wanted the running back and the tight end, but. Football people thought that was a good pick. Nobody thought Igbenogany was a good pick. Like this wasn't like this was some people's like second highest cornerback in the you know in the draft. It wasn't like a it wasn't like this re- weird stretch. It was the position that we were questioning, not the player. But I but but they're really. I, was, I mean, I was questioning the player. If you go, they back. didn't even start Achan in the first game. Like they're weird about those sometimes with with rookies. So it could be I don't know. Maybe it's the head coach. Maybe it's I don't know what it is. But there's. Hopefully he's learning this system because we because I mean he didn't look good in the preseason like I mean he did like let's be honest like he got burned but by this isn't just man to man this isn't just go out this isn't just go out and chase your guy there there is a lot of communication you have to know there's there's lots of switching right at the snap guys are changing you know like this isn't this is this is a hard defense to know how to play and we're still learning it and to me they're showing it's showing the improvement I want to see throughout the this, this season that as they get healthier, you have Ramsey and Howard back there. And now all of a sudden, you know, I think this defense is going to be okay by playoff time. Just hope. And and look, we're still five and two. We thought we'd be five and two here. <laughs> like it's not a, it's not, or yeah, you know, we, we figured we would, uh, happy with five and two. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, granted. I mean, I just I would like to see them beat uh, what is perceived as a good team. My my opinion on the Philadelphia Eagles hasn't really changed all that much. They're a good football team. Um, they're an underachieving good football team, but that's because their coordinators are out. Like they're still. I don't think they're playing up to their potential. And the fact that they're winning the games just means they're going to be that much more scary. Because I think they're going to figure out some of the some of the inconsistencies they've been showing. Yeah, they don't really – I mean, I guess they don't look the same as they looked on offense last year, and I don't know if they'll get that back. Defensively, I think they're pretty sound. Um, well, they're, they were missing – their secondary was was decimated right. as well. Yeah, but we – I mean, we weren't able to take advantage of it. It seemed like the play calling was a little weird too from what I remember. Like we were like attacking, like like going after like the guys that were there, like running at Redick and like those kinds of guys. I'm like, wh- like why would you – why not attack the guys that are like third string in the secondary? A few like, too many runs up the middle, like it, and it seemed like we didn't. It wasn't until the two minute warning that the offense seemed to kind of shine. We're like, okay, we're running, we're you know, we're we're throwing, we we've got their defense probably in the tired. We're not letting them, uh, you know, substitute, 
we were moving the ball well. And then in the third quarter, they started running on the outside and they started having some good runs, you know, and they started yeah. throwing some stuff. Um, you know, maybe it was a little too too little too late if McDaniel maybe needed to switch it up, switch up the game plan earlier or figure something out, or but maybe sometimes it takes halftime to come in and you know, install your new, you know, come up with the with a different game plan. Whatever. I think uh you know, it also doesn't help that the two good teams we played we played on the road again in in two two places that have home true home field advantages. It's probably only five of them in the league. And these are two of them where it's a true home field advantage. They're hard places to play and we lost and we, you know, could have won this one, but it was, but, but you know what the, the Eagles manhandled us when it came to the end, when we needed the stops. And that's where I think all those yards came from when it came to the point where it was the tie game and down by one score, they were able to just line up and just go three yards. Yeah. You know, five yards. Or hit the three yards, three yards, three yards, tush push. Three yards, three yards, three yards, tush push. And it was like, I think they almost had three on that one drive. It was just, it's demoralizing. Like it's hard. It's, I don't know when you're, you're, you, you get that, those third down stops. And then all of a sudden they're, they're there, you know, like it's, it's a great thing to be an Eagles fan, to be watching those, to have those secret weapons. It's almost kind of like how we feel with, with, Tyreek Hill like we've got a secret weapon that the rest of the league doesn't have well with their offensive line and Jalen Hurts they kind of have one because other teams have tried it and not everyone can do it so we couldn't do it do you imagine forcing Tua into that I'm like I would want no part of turning putting him into that offensive lineman sandwich no no absolutely not um even with our healthy offensive line I wouldn't want to do that um yeah uh, so I guess, you know, it's, it's one game we're five and two, like you mentioned, we're still in first place. The bills lost to the Patriots who are coming to Miami on Sunday. Felt a lot better about this game a couple weeks ago than I do right now. Uh, quite frankly, I, uh, I did touch on the fact that we are pretty banged up, right? So there yeah. were injuries going into the Eagles game that we already knew about Taron Armstead, Jalen Ramsey, Devon Achan. Uh, Xavier Howard, Connor Williams. Um, and now, <laughs> now we have uh, Tyreek Hill showing up on the injury report. We have Javon Holland showing up on the injury report. We have um, Mostert. Rahi Mostert. Uh, that one is, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't think he's actually hurt, but we'll see. <laughs> it does say ankle. But it's and ankle. It's not a rest. So it's so it makes me nervous. Um. Yeah. Oh, and Isaiah Wynn uh, now on IR. So that was that was the other big one that I mean, he's not on the list because he went straight to IR. So, um, yeah, Isaiah, and, that, and that sucks. That's that, that really sucks, because now you're talking. I mean, I I thought Connor Williams was going to play this week against the Eagles. He's limited. Like- I think he I'm so I'm hoping he can go. So he needs to play now. So we got Robert Jones, I think, coming back. It says not injury-related, personal for a DMP. I think he's he's off the IR now. Robert Jones is a guard. Um, I really hope he's the one who they slot into that left guard spot and not Eichenberg, um, <laughs> which I, I – like if Williams – Cotton. I mean, Cotton's who they put in because Eichenberg was already in the game. Right, but Robert Jones was not – I don't think Robert Jones dressed. Um, right. No, no, he didn't. But I yeah. don't know. If he, I don't it think he's a better. Ahead of, yeah. Unless did Eichenberg only get center snaps, or but because if he got guard so. snaps, they're going to put him in. I'm just I, telling you. 
the offensive line that we should see hopefully will be Kendall Lamb at left tackle, Robert Jones at left guard, Connor Williams at center, Robert Hunt and Austin Jackson on the right side. I think we can get by with that. Uh, yeah, I'm arguing uh, that that's what we should see. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if they put Liam in there. Yeah. I'm just Here's the one we we forgot to talk about this. So, uh Craycraft's uh window has opened to return. Yeah, there's I, I need I don't I think mean, he won't be active because I meant to do some research on this. I think there's there's something with the amount of players that we have that have hit the IR now that's like going to like so it's prohibit it's not, some of them from coming back. It's it's not the number of players. You you're only allowed we, we tweeted something about this. So you're only allowed to designate eight people to come back. We've have nine people on IR, but there's people there's there's folks on there that you're like so one of them can't come back. Most likely, I guess Chris Brooks. I would imagine. No, there, there's there's somebody on there where you're like, who? Um, <laughs> ah. Where's my? Oh, it's on the roster page. Let me let's pull it up real quick. Uh, while you're doing that, so the Patriots are coming into town. They're coming off their obviously their best performance of the season. I don't know if you watched any of that Bills game, but they were much better than they have looked at any point during the season. Uh, you and I were both relatively high on the Patriots coming into the season, thinking they might be actually the third best team in the division behind us and the bills, like better than the Jets. I, I, I sneakily like hot take, not truly believe thought they might be better than the bills. Right. <laughs> I said they that's, might be the second. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were better than the bills on Sunday. Um, True. Yeah. Right. So uh, I, I mean, I, I, like, I still respect that team. Like, I know they, they definitely had some weeks where they were getting blown out and we were joking about it and it was awesome and that's great. They have a habit of getting better as the season goes along. I just really hope this team doesn't take them lightly. It's in Miami. It's early. The sun will be beating on them. They will have those dark uniforms on. I, I just, like, we got to win this game. Like, we can't mess around with this team. I don't want to go to five and three. I don't want to go be five and three going over – to Germany, no, a chance of a three-game losing streak too. Going yeah. against the Chiefs before the bye, like I mean, this is this is a much bigger game than it was than it looked like a couple weeks ago. Is basically what I'm saying. And I don't honestly like with the extra injuries on top of things. Like I'm not feeling great about it. Like I think last week we felt really good about where the team was. Um, you know, it's not we got hit in the mouth a little bit, and we got some guys injured. Like Holland and, and Long running into each other on that play, like really sucked. And then losing Isaiah Wynn, like, for an extended period of time hurts. We don't really know much about what's going on with Tyreek Hill. I mentioned it. He is he did not practice today. They said it's a hip injury. Rob, you were saying you, you read, a, a like, to his quote, made it sound like, you know, when he comes, like, or, like, if it he's made it, it, it made it sound scary the way uh, Tua had a quote that so, uh, CBS Sports grabbed and ran an article about it where it was, like, uh, now I don't have it in front of me, but it, it had that when like when he come comes back, back yeah, when you he's know, will will be good. So it, it made it sound like it could be more. It's a hip. Um, don't I know. Think it was taken out of context. I, but this I, is when we're recording this Wednesday. You know, Thursday practice. Wednesday practice doesn't tell you a lot because a lot of guys rest and don't practice or are limited. Thursday tells and Friday tell the story. Um, if they're if they're not practicing Thursday and Friday, they're not playing. The Patriots are banged up as well. Their best player is Matthew Judon. He plays on defense. He is out for the season, most likely. Uh, one of their best players on defense was a rookie, Christian Gonzalez. Um, he played very, very well against us the first time. He is out. He is on IR as well. 
they're a little banged up on the offensive line, but they are getting healthy on that side of the ball, and their offense did look much, much better against the Bills last week. So our defense is going to, you know, they're going to have to make some plays. They're going to have to step up. They're going to have to make Mac Jones be Mac Jones. They're going to have to stop the run. Um, you know, I, I was watching, I mean, I watched a decent amount of that, that Bills Patriots game for whatever reason. It was on red zone a lot. You know, they had Elliott and Stevenson both. I mean, they weren't, you know, it's not like they both broke 50 or 100 yards or anything like that, but they were both, they were moving, you know, getting. Well, the Bills are bad. Bills are bad against the run. Their defense is, is in bad shape injury wise. I'm not, I'm not very worried about that, that, you know, the Patriots offense. Um, and the sicky already caught one of his two touchdowns he's going to catch this year. So the odds of the next one being uh, this in the next week is very low. So you don't have to worry about that. I just, I mean, it's, I, I really hope Howard plays, um, you know, just one of, I mean, if nothing else, I just enjoy watching him cover Devonte Parker. It's hysterical. Um, and they always try to throw at him. So, I mean, I, I just hope he plays. Um, Needham should be coming back. And then the, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil fantasy camp, but, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about, um, the likelihood or the probability of Jalen Ramsey playing. He practiced with the starters today. Um, he's eligible to come off IR and play. He was in Philadelphia, um, on the sidelines yelling at fans, which was nice to see. Um, he's a full, a full participant in practice. He's not on the injury report. And so I he- don't, well could play i mean we need him like it's it's i feel like it's all hands on deck at this point um this is a bigger game than than we originally had thought it was going to be i mean it's a division game division games are always big games i mean it's it's more important to win this game than it is to win the the eagles game if you were going to split them yeah it feels better to beat the eagles but if you have the same record you're better off losing to the eagles and beating the patriots so yeah yeah you're right that's a very good way to think about it. So that being said, I do feel like it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, I feel like we're going to win. I don't feel as great about it as I did previously. Uh, my prediction for Sunday is Miami Dolphins 23, New England Patriots 13. I think the defense is going to come up in a big way. Um, okay. So you guys- just, you just like bitch and moaned about how hard this game is. And yep. you just have us covering the nine and a half point spread. I'm just nervous about it. All right. But you feel that seems pretty confident saying we'll win by 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. I, I get that. I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth. I, I guess <laughs> I'm picking with my heart. Um, Your head. I, Your head. I, I want to see the defense step up and like, and really like, I thought they played, I thought they turned a corner in that game, but then you look at the numbers and you're like, not really like, Honestly, there's some good momentum. Let's go. Let's let's get we're getting healthier on that side of the ball. Hopefully no Holland hurts. But if the other guys can play, I I think we can do it. I mean, if if Ramsey and Howard play, I think this is this is this is the time where you see this defense do do what it do. I think because this is not a good offense. I know that, you know, yeah, they beat the Bills because the Bills couldn't move the ball. This They didn't they didn't they didn't boat race them out the building. You know, they scored 21 points or something. They're going to. No, they scored twenty nine, but I mean, it didn't oh, part of that. right? There were some turnovers. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think the defense is going to play well. Um, I have us winning thirty one sixteen, and honestly, I want to bring that sixteen down, but I think they'll get a garbage down, a garbage time touchdown. Uh, actually, it should be fifteen because they'll they'll go for two at the end. Thirty one fifteen. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Um, okay. One, oh, just before we before we go. So what what it is? So we've already activated three guys, three of the eight moves off of AR. The the uh, Jones Rams off IR. Jones Ramsey and Wilson Jr. have already come off, which means there's only like five left, and obviously. Achan and Armstead are going to do that. And if Wynn's healthy and able to come back, he's coming back. So now we're all, you know, you're already at six of the eight. You're going to have to save some because if some, you know, if somebody like Hill, Waddle, or Tua needs to miss four games, you know, you're, you're going to need it, the IR spot and be able to come back. So it gets scary. But there's guys like Zeke Vanderberg and Keon Crossan. Um, and you know Chris Brooks, if if the if the room stays healthy, you know Chris Brooks unfortunately will probably not come back. Um, but but you got Craycraft; he's we'll know soon on him because his practice window. You get the twenty one days they're allowed to practice with the team, and if you don't activate him within that twenty one days, then they're on IR for the rest of the year. Um, but you know, obviously, you have those eight that you can do it. And I did find out. Ezekama is not on the IR, but whatever NFI list he's on, if they were going to activate him, which I don't see happening, he would count against those eight as well. So that makes it very unlikely you would see Ezekama play. Um, honestly, what if if Claypool ends up doing something within the next, you know, these next two games, that might mean Craycraft doesn't come back if they need to save that IR spot. But I, but I don't think that's. I think they need him because Berrios has been fine, but he hasn't been. I think they want Craycraft for the for his blocking and for his the knowledge of the offense. Okay, thank you for that. Thank you for explaining that. I hope everybody found that educational. I did, so thank you, Rob. And we are going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to play all our stupid games where you get to learn nothing. So please stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Um, all right. So as Rob mentioned, we are recording on a Wednesday, so not a lot of great prop bets um, for the degenerate side of things um, for the game in Miami on Sunday. New England Patriots at Miami Dolphins, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard. Um, but we did find some, um, you know, some of like the, the game types of props. So um, I'll go ahead and go. Actually, wait, let's uh, – why don't let's you, recap. Yeah, let's recap Philadelphia. I did. I think I, I actually won uh, the degenerate side of things last week. You did. So there's something I noticed. You, you know when like the the stock markets like shooting up and everyone feels like a genius because you're like everything I buy makes me money. Well, we do really well when the Dolphins win because we take a lot of Dolphins overs. <laughs> the only two weeks we did poorly were the were the two losses. <laughs> looking at the looking at this at the the score sheet now. So, but you did well. 
Uh, you only missed one. You went two out of three. You missed the two uh, over touchdowns. It was one. And, and that's half. because the refs screwed us. Let's yes. just let's be honest. They took away one of Tua's touchdowns. So and and he'll and he'll drop the potential. So and then they you know and then they missed a a face a DPI personal foul face mask in the red zone. So he could have had another. Yes, you got screwed on that. But honestly, you don't deserve the next one. You the, you had Swift over rushing at 61 and a half and he had six. I'm awesome at these Rob I did the same thing with Bryce Young the week before you really did it's crazy and then you had the waddle over catches it was four and a half you had six so that was awesome I on the other hand did not do as well I only had one out of three I hit the hurts rushing under it was 46 and a half he has not been running a lot this year I thought this was an easy one and he only ran for 21 yards um, and that was probably on 11 tush pushes. Um, <laughs> the Mostert over, I thought 50 was a was a really low number. He only had 45, so it was close, yeah, but I close. missed it. Again, we didn't know if Connor Williams, we kind of thought he'd play when we recorded, so I'll blame I mean, that. He really got hosed, too, because they had a, he had that long run called back on that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And then the hill, actually, he dropped that touchdown. It was 95 and a half. He had 88. So, yeah, and the one that got called back, right? That was over seven yards, too. Yeah. So, so the refs cost me uh, fake money. This is, this is what happened. I think we realized what happened. Like they, they knew, they knew our prop bets. They listened uh, to the blowhole last week. I knew and it was they made sure that you, that you, you, our listeners were not going to make any money off of our prop bets. You fixed it. <laughs> not you me. You win. No, I would ne- never, I would never, ever do that. I would gladly lose lots of money gambling, which I have in the past right. for dolphins. For it's the only dolphins. your second win at degenerate side of things. So I think you'd be cheating. Well, yeah, I took some weird ones. Well, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like no, game. we both. We usually do two out of three, if not three out of three. It's rare for us to do yeah. zero or one. So yeah, we're making we're making uh, fake money. Next year we, we might have to actually just like tally the money, take the odds and everything, so we can put some long shots in there. We're gonna juice this up for next year. Stay tuned. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So, um, yeah, this uh, this week's prop bets, like I said, we're doing it on Thursday or not doing it on Thursday. We're doing this on Wednesday. Not a lot of prop bets up. Still a lot of questions about who's playing on Sunday, thanks to the injury report. Um, but we were able to find a couple. So um, I'll go first. Um, the first one I'm going to take is the Miami Dolphins under on 28 and a half. Um, if you listen to points, I think this is going to be a little bit of a low-scoring game. Um, I am also going to take the under – on total game touchdowns, so total game touchdowns, they have it five and a half. I'm going to say it's going to be under. So as you can imagine, you know, just bet the under in this one is what I'm saying. I think it's going to be uh, – I think the defenses are going to show up. Um, and shockingly enough, my third one is also going to be an under. This is under on Patriots points. So they have the Patriots points at 17 and a half. I'm going to go under. I'm betting on this defense to show up on Sunday. Well – I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna do too good. I think you're only gonna get one of those because the Dolphins are gonna score all the touchdowns. All right, so I have. So obviously, Dolphins to win the game is not a. Uh, they're nine and a half point favorites, so money line wouldn't be too good. But Dolphins to win both halves. That's a that's a pretty normal like 
you know, well, minus 115 kind of bet. <clears throat> so we can play it here. I'm taking the Dolphins to win both halves. They have to lead at halftime and win the game. I am taking the Dolphins over three and a half touchdowns. So I think, I mean, honestly, two of them might be on defense. I just, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And then because I believe in this defense so much, New England first drive punt. I am taking <laughs> New England first drive punt. This is what happens when we record on a Wednesday and we don't have all the Thursday props. This is what you get, folks. New England first drive punt is good. I mean, if you really believed in the defense, you'd take New England first drive turnover. But, no, uh, that's coming later because they're not going to take the chances. We're not going to fool them yet. We're just going to beat them up on the first drive. I hope then so. we're going to turn them over on the second drive. And I hope you're right. I don't know, man. I just... I, we got to beat this team on Sunday. We have to. Has to happen. Has to happen. All right. There are your prop bets. Taking a little stroll over to the degenerate side of things. Why don't we look at Pick'em, Rob? I had another terrible week of Pick'em. You didn't do too bad. You were right that the Chiefs were going to cover over the uh, Chargers. Did sure was. Job there. Yeah. You weren't close on the other ones. No, no, no. No, sir. No. Well, the Bucks was close, but yeah, but they they were yeah. they were favored, and they lost by a, and they lost because Atlanta turned the ball over like four times. That was like it wasn't as the reason yeah. it was close was because Atlanta turned the ball. Yeah. Yes, that is that is correct. Yes, the the Bucks uh, are turning into uh, the Bucks. Baker Mayfield is starting to look like Baker Mayfield. So um, yeah, that was and I my that favorite game. call of the week. Oh, the Bears. The Bears. <laughs> I had the Bears plus two and a half. You had yeah, the Raiders. I thought, it was easy money. I thought it was easy money. Never bet on the Raiders. You were right. Never bet on the Raiders. All right. Um, so taking a look at this week's slate of games, Thursday night, tomorrow, the same Tampa Bay Buccaneers that I was so high on are getting eight and a half points going into Buffalo. Uh, the same Buffalo Bills that lost on the road to the New England Patriots last Sunday. Uh, I'm taking the so, Bills minus wait, eight and a half here. You took the Bucks in Week One and you won. Yeah. You took the Bucks in Week Two and you won. Uh, you took the Bucks in Week Six and you lost. You took the Bucks in Week Seven and you lost. So it's time that they're going to win. You're going against them. Yep. Yep. I'm taking them. You know why? Because this Bills team is broke. There's Thursday night games are weird. Eight and a half. Like offenses are usually sluggish. There's Bucks defense is actually good. I don't know. I'm taking the points. I the Bills will probably win, but I see this being a weird, stupid game. Um, and I like the points. I want and I want to beat you with the Bucks. Fair enough. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Commanders on Sunday morning, or sorry, Sunday afternoon, one o'clock Eastern. Uh, Eagles minus six and a half going into Washington. Uh, you like not the Commanders here? No, no, I do not. Okay. Um, the, this is a fun one. The New York Jets at, in question mark, in quotation marks, at the New York Giants. So they both play in the same stadium. So it's not really a home game for either side. Jets favored by three. Man, what a terrible game that is going to be to watch. I mean, to be fair, their fans, their season ticket holders won't be there. The Giants season ticket holders will be there. So that will make it like a an away game for them. Sure. <laughs> I don't care. Um, 
Yeah. I, I think it would be I, it would pretty nothing, sure the Giants season ticket holders are selling their tickets. So nothing check. would be more sublime than the Jets going through that brutal gauntlet three and three and now just starting to lose to all the garbage teams. Now their schedule gets easier. Yeah, I would love to see Tyrod Taylor destroy them. That'd be great. Name is Tyrod and Tyrod better than Daniel Jones. Well, yeah. I mean, he certainly appears to be. This Um, year he is. (laughs) All right. The Los Angeles Rams getting six and a half going into Dallas. I don't have a good beat on this game. I both of these teams are weird to me. They like look good. I I would probably take Dallas. I think they're going to start to play like the Cowboys. You know, they had the. Yeah, who knows? Vikings big win on Monday Night Football. Their season is uh is still they're still in play. They're still playing the NFC. They're uh, so favorite oh, point going into Lambo. I. I got sucked into this Packers team being good and lost on them too many times. This was all Vikings to me. Jordan Love looks bad, and our old boy Brian Flores—he knows how to—he knows how to run those blitzes a lot better than uh, Josh Boyer ever did. Uh, did you hear? There's there's some folks out there talking about he should be a head coach candidate again. I'm like, you guys remember what he did to to his offensive players, right? Like how he how he destroyed them and almost broke Tua, but. He is a good defensive coordinator. They they don't have a lot of pieces, and he's uh he's making things happen. That fair enough. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I don't know how I feel about him as a head coach, but um. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Atlanta Falcons minus three going into Tennessee. I can't believe this line is only three points. <laughs> Give me the Falcons. The Tennessee Titans will be starting one William Levis, the guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Um, well, actually, he he. Uh, uh, who's their coach? Vrabel. He came out and said, "I didn't say he was going to start. They're both going to play. So he's going to be yanking them around and both and starting both uh, Levis and and uh, uh, Willis. So that's a dis- even better. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Again, that seems bad. Yeah. Um. Right, let's go. Let's finish going through the games. I, I actually no. Um, let's stop here because this is a good time to talk about it. Any interest at all in like I, I mean I know they're not serious rumors but uh, I don't want uh, Derek Henry. Henry. Derek Henry, no, no, he doesn't fit us. He's amazing. He, he would he would give us like a like a different kind of dimension that might actually you know that we don't have currently. Yeah, but we don't have that kind of offensive line. We're not. We're, we wouldn't have to give up much to get him. I don't think he fits us at all. Like I, I get it. Having a bruiser would be nice in those short situations, but we don't have the offensive line to push people around. We're not made to do what Philly can do in those short yardage. We're made to get those guys moving and, and uh, running. I mean, They're fast yeah. and agile. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, Hunt is a, he's big and sturdy and so is Connor Williams. And so if we had Isaiah win, like, and Robert Jones isn't bad in, in the run game. Um, like, I, I think you could actually, I think you could, I, I think you could do some power running with them. I mean, it's just, I, you just need them all to be healthy. But there are other. If they were going to make moves, there are other players I would rather see them go. I just, it'd be cheap in terms of capital to give up. Like I'm sure you could get them very, very cheap. Um, okay, the Jacksonville Jaguars minus two. And I just, I wouldn't hate it. Is what I'm saying. Jacksonville Jaguars minus two and a half at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is actually a, a pretty important game. The AFC Jacksonville at five and two on the road going to Pittsburgh, who is four and three, which is amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the Steelers probably win this game, although I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't bet. The, I couldn't bet this game at all. Yeah, no. 
I could definitely bet this one. Houston Texans minus three going to the Carolina Panthers. I think Houston scores a lot and the Panthers and score very little. <laughs> are they both coming off a buy or just the Texans? Because I think they're both coming off a okay. buy. Yeah. Because like the Texans are decent and the Panthers are garbage. Like I don't I, I'm surprised. I know it's, it's on the road, road and three, but I still feel like that's three points. Yeah. Uh New Orleans Saints minus one at the Indianapolis Colts. The Saints should be better than they are. The Colts should be worse than they are. <laughs> I they're don't want anything to do with this game. Yeah. There, there were people out there who thought the Dolphins should get Derek Carr because they said he was better than Tua. That's, I mean, that was insane at the time. But how do they think? How do you think they feel? I right had now? plenty of wrong Tua takes. That was not one of them. No. <laughs> um, and the Colts, they're frisky. They're weird. Yeah, I don't want any part of that game. I wouldn't. Will not touch it. Cleveland Browns plus three and a half at the Seattle Seahawks. I like the Seahawks favorite at home. Um, although they've been. They kind of sloppy. They, I don't know if you watch many Seahawks games, but they're uh, they're 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 not fun to watch. Like I thought they'd be an actually like a pretty fun team to watch on offense this year, and they just they haven't been. Well, Metcalf was out last week, but yeah, even on season long, they've been they've been weird. Yeah, uh, Chiefs favored by seven playing the Broncos. They just played recently in Kansas City, um, and it was close ish. I thought, uh, but uh, the Broncos coming off a win at home. Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs look like they're getting right. They looked more, way more like the Chiefs than they have in weeks past against the um, Chargers, which means they're getting right just in time to play us in Germany. But this line, seven. That's weird. I mean, how is that not double it's digit? It's on the road. It's in Denver. I don't know, man. That's, one, be of the on best, the that's one of the best teams in the league versus one of the worst teams in the league. They beat the Green Bay Packers last week. Oh, they must be good. Hold on, I have a uh, a child that is requiring something. Yeah, do you want to go? Hey, hey, everybody! This is my daughter Lucy. She's uh, she's wearing her Dolphins hat. She is on the podcast. You want to say hi to everybody? No, you got to say it. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. She's got yeah. She's got that great radio voice, just like her dad. Um, she's way better looking than me, though. So that is so, true. That's probably good. Do you need something? What do you need? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, okay. We were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. Yeah. So I think we both like the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Uh, next one. Another one. The Ravens favored by eight going into Arizona. Uh, Ravens look like they're getting right, which is also scary. Um, they just destroyed the Lions last week. Um, you know I mean, those games kind of happen, but that was pretty bad. You know what? I didn't pick this as one of my games, but but also, I'm going to tell you right now, I'll give you this one for free because the ones that I don't pick that I'm too afraid of, the Cardinals. You should have had them this week if you're getting eight points. Every oh. team that has looked great has lost the next week. Us, Look at us at Denver. Every time a team... The, the Bills look great against us, and they lost. Like every time a team looks like the best team in the league, they end up losing the the week the next week this season. It's just been consistent. So, like the 49ers, they beat up on the, you know, they <laughs> they beat up on the Cowboys, and then they lose. Like it's been weird. Yeah, it. Uh, I I agree. I I see what you're saying, but I still feel like uh, the Ravens are going to win and cover because the Cardinals are terrible. Um, 
All right, so I think we have, I think we'll have one here. Um, so Cincinnati Bengals getting three and a half. There's, there's only two games left. I think we're going to have something in each of them since we've only yeah. one. So uh, two th- Cincinnati Bengals getting three and a half coming to San Francisco. Brock Purdy has entered into concussion protocol. That would put one Sam Darnold on the field on Sunday afternoon for the 49ers. Um, I like the Bengals getting three and a half on the road, especially if they're playing Sam Darnold. Give it to me. Give me All the right. Niners. Okay. I think well, Purdy's better than Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold may have been a, just broken by the Jets to the point where it carried over into Carolina. If anybody could t- tell that guy, hey, just throw it to those wide open guys, uh, it would be Shanahan. I'd be curious. But I also don't see them losing three in a row. With their at home, they're at home. They still got their defense. They could still run. They still have McCaffrey. You could you could practically hand the ball to their wide receivers and tight ends. Yeah, give give them to me. All right. Um. Oh man, this is the Sunday night game. Oh, Chicago Bears plus eight and a half at the L.A. Chargers. Um. So it really won't be a home game for the Chargers. I'm sure there'll be way more Bears fans, but. Um, yeah, I, I I mean I guess I didn't learn my lesson betting against them last week. Give me the Chargers. They they're definitely going to beat the Bears by the only team number to pick than the Raiders are the Chargers. I picked them last week. I should know. Give me the Bears. Fair. They, That's fair. They have right. no business winning this game, but eight and a half. Uh, they don't even have business keeping it close. But it's the Chargers, so I'm taking. So I'm going against them. Um, all right, so we have our three, but uh, Monday night's another really great game. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Detroit Lions. I like watching the Lions play, so I'll probably watch, but um, uh, not going to be close, I would think, especially if uh, if Jimmy – never thought I'd say this. If Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't play, they're doomed. But uh, they're <laughs> – yeah, they that was – watching Brian Hoyer, wow, man, that was – you were right. I yeah, they cannot. They're not going to get to four and three. They're not going to get to four and four either because there's no way they beat the Lions on Monday night. No way. All yeah. right. So that does it for Pickham. Um, I guess that brings us to uh, my. You can are take. You looking, screen, are you yeah. looking at my screen? Yeah, you can take that off. <laughs> um, it was a, it was a funny meme. It was a. Uh, it was an X-ray of Tyreek's hip, but there was a uh, something There's else. In something the else in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, that brings us to our favorite part of the show, um, Rob. I hope you have the drop queued up because it is time. Hit it. Fantasy Camp. For those of you unfamiliar with the show, Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp is a game that Rob and I like to play every week where we draft fantasy football teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. Uh, In years past, this game was mm, not so much fun, I suppose. But recently, especially the last two years, it's become quite a bit of fun. Um, And I'm really good at it. Rob, tell everybody how good I am at Fantasy Camp. Tell them. I get the worst fantasy camp luck in the world. It's it's like, oh, Hill's got a great matchup. You get Hill. Oh, Mostert's going to have a great matchup. Give Rob Hill. You can have Mostert run for 
a million yards. You could I pick Mustard instead of Hill. You could do but that. But I don't know who's playing this week. I don't even know. This, week's tough. this yeah, is terrible. This week's tough. Yeah. All right. So last week, uh, you went Hill. I went Mostard Waddle. You went Berrios. Uh, and then uh, Jeff Wilson. I went Ahmed and uh, Jalen Phillips. You went uh, Wilkins and Holland. And I took uh, Deshaun Elliott. It. It actually wasn't too bad, except it wasn't good. You ended up. Uh... Oh, wait. Oh, that was last week's score. It's actually really close. You only won by two points because you had the touchdown and Tyreek's rushing and, and receiving. Um, but you didn't get much. Uh, you got one catch from Berrios, one uh, catch from from Jeff Wilson. And then uh, Wilkins and Holland gave you seven tackles, but nothing else. Um, I, on the other hand, I had the fumble recovery. What's that? Wilkins had the fumble recovery. You didn't get that. Oh, did he? Well, that makes it. You always, you always leave my points off and I still win. I still win. Even with you trying to screw me out of points. Well, I need you to double check it. Um, <laughs> well, now it's better. Cause now, now it's not a two points. I, we only give you one for two for a fumble recovery. I guess so. I think it's supposed to be four. Should be four. Make it four. We did increase the scoring for the defensive players last year to, to try and entice people to take defensive players for their super flex spot. All right. So getting well, back to the rules. Well, you so went up to 35 players. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you did get four. You went from 31 to 35. Sorry. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you did well. I had, you know, Waddle had the six catches for 63. Mostert had the 45 rushing, and but only one catch. Uh, Ahmed had one catch. Elliot and Phillips actually had the seven tackles, the sack, a tackle for loss, so not too bad getting me from the defense. But again, this was pitiful. Like normally, like you've won with you had ninety nine points in the Denver game. You had sixty two points, fifty points, fifty four points, and you just won with thirty five points. So pretty sad. Um, but a win's a win because I had twenty nine, which is the second worst score of the season. Yeah, as, as we always say, the best part about fantasy camp is no matter what, you know, we're winners because, you know, if, if you win, I'd be very happy. That means if you got a lot of points, that means the Dolphins players got a lot of points. So, um, unfortunately, I did win on Sunday and neither one of us got a lot of points. So, um, yeah, we root for points, not for wins. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this so, is going to be a challenging week. You do get the first pick, but I think you're too afraid to uh, – well, that's the, 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 the worst part is we're, I also pick first on the weeks where everyone's nobody's practicing and we're doing it early. Like, why couldn't this be one where we recorded late, like on Friday afternoon? So, you know what? You're going to have rehearsal all week. Not me. You know what? Yeah, I'm taking Mostert. Okay. I'm doing it. It's a good pick. He's a great player. I hope he has an awesome day. I hope he scores five he's, touchdowns. He's going to run all over the Pats. Uh, yeah, that's that. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. And I, I wouldn't care that it messed up my predictions. I wouldn't care about any of that. I would gladly accept that. That'd be awesome. Um, okay. Well, you did it. You took most at first. That means I'm taking Waddle and Hill. Um, yeah, I got to do it. Got to, got to do it. I, I feel like Hill's going to play. I, I don't think he's not going to play. <laughs> I feel like he's going to play, obviously. So give me Waddle and Hill. And I, I hope they, hope they I hope. Games. I hope Hill plays and I hope yeah. he has a monster game. All right. 
So I will take Jeff Wilson Jr. I think I just I know he didn't get much, you know, he didn't play a lot. Um, the one if Mostert doesn't play because he was limited, I think he'll get more run than Ahmed. Ahmed's been kind of just a body. Um, so yes. yeah, I'll take well, Jeff. Is for I'll part. take Jeff Wilson and I'll take Berrios in case in case Hill doesn't go or Waddle doesn't go. He hasn't really been much. He's much more than two or three catches, um, but I'll take him. I thought about this is going to be weird. I thought about Cedric Wilson there because he's been getting more and more play. Oh. Well, that's fantastic that you were thinking about Cedric Wilson because I think I'm going to take him because he's actually looked like the third best wide receiver on the team this year. I feel like, I mean, Barrios has been good. I would like to see him get used more, but I feel like Wilson's made more splash plays. So uh, yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take Cedric Wilson and I'll also take Salvin Ahmed because I need a running back and he's the only one left. I mean, you don't, you don't need a running back. We are allowed to play three flexes now. This, uh, yes, that is true. I don't need to, but I'm going to take Salvin Ahmed. All right. So comes back to me. I'm going to take my, def- I got my last two players. So I'm going to take my defender, my defender first in uh, Jalen Phillips. He was a man possessed. I thought like he was being held like crazy. He was all Best over the place. He looked great. I think he's back. I think uh, he's going to do very well. And you know what? Looking at my team now, I hate it. I'm looking, I see like Waddle and Hill on your side, and I'm like, Jeff Wilson and Barrios. I'm like, I'm swinging for the fences here. Taking Jalen Ramsey. First first fantasy camp appearance for Mr. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I spoiled it a little bit earlier, yeah. I know. So I hope he plays. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, very much. And I hope he has like four interceptions, and they're all returned for touchdowns. There you go. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, awesome. No, I love that. So I got, um, what do I got? One, I got my defender, um, a little banged up on defense. Uh, I'm going to pick the guy <laughs> a week late. I'm going to take Jerome Baker. He <laughs> would have been nice to have <laughs> last week. Uh, True. yeah, no, I feel like, uh, Baker's starting to play, uh, to, to play better. I feel like he's starting to fit in this defense. I think David Long is actually looking like he's playing better as well. Um, but I just trust Baker's health right now. He's one of the only guys not on the injury list and he's playing lots of downs and he's, uh, you know, he's, it seems like he's starting to figure this defense out a little bit. So uh, we're going to need him on Sunday. We're going to need him in the passing game. We're going to need him in the running game. Um, I'm weirdly bullish on this defense. I think they've just been improving each week. I feel like they're, they're learning. They're, they're getting more, more of the wrinkles put in. Um, it's a big game. It's a big, this is a big opportunity. Like this is a chance for them to like, to win a game. Um, you know, to show that they can actually play. And Mac Jones has played, I, we've said it before. Like, I think he's, I don't think he's as bad as he has looked at times this year. I don't think he's as great as everybody said he was when he was a rookie. Um, he played very, very well last Sunday against the bills. Um, you know, Did he? I mean, I know he played well on the final drive and one of those was a swing pass to, to he didn't, he didn't have any of like the terrible interceptions or like the stupid boneheaded plays, you know, he had protection. 
Um, there was there was a couple plays. I said there was one play where he got, he got the ball and it was like way before any pressure got there and he just went straight down. Like it was like okay, <laughs> like he didn't like that coverage or he whatever he didn't like. Like he just like he just turtled immediately. But other than that, like I mean, he didn't make any like the the stupid plays that he'd been making this season. So hopefully we can force him into some of those stupid plays because we need to see him. Like we need I need that Mac Jones. I need the one that makes the stupid plays. That's what I want to see on Sunday. You'll you'll have it. You're getting the Roptimus guarantee. I mean, it'll be great if we got Ramsey, Howard, and, and Needham out there in the secondary. Like, we need those guys back. Um, you know, it's time. We need to see it. So, we'll see. All right. Well, not a lot of time for nonsense, but did you uh, download Spider-Man 2 yet? I have not. Is it uh, – had to have you? Oh, yes. Is it everything that you thought it was going to be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much enjoying it. Okay. I highly I recommend it. Probably not going to download it until I finish um, Tears of the Kingdom, which is the new Zelda game on the Switch, which I've been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying. Um, There's some other games that I need to finish as well, um, including Madden. I still haven't finished my Madden season. So the first uh, season. Yeah, I haven't been I haven't been playing games as much. You know, there's been you've been busy. Yeah, but I think I'm in 2028 with the online franchise. I play with a couple (laughs) other dudes. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that is great um did you happen to catch the creator or no no i haven't been to it i can't remember the last time i got to a theater I'll yeah look. no that was very good I, I know i mentioned it a little bit last time um what i did you know i did start watching again which is something i something i used to love like i just i used to watch all the time this is like going in the Wayback machine uh no reservations with uh, anthony bourdain i saw that it was oh, on cool. yeah it was on hbo max um so started watching that again um and i you know it's been like 15 years since I've watched it. So it's all like brand new to me. Um, and it's been great. I remember why I love that show so much. And, uh, you know, really, uh, RIP Mr. Bourdain. He was a fantastic personality, really, uh, really enjoyed all of his programs and, um, uh, his books, his writing. Um, never had a chance to eat anything in the restaurants. But, uh, yeah. That's weird. The outro doesn't seem to let us talk over it. Really? Still there? Yeah. yeah. I started playing the music and you kind of cut out. That's nah, all good. It was, it was all nonsense anyway. Go yeah. Dolphins. Well, I've never watched the uh, No Reservation, so I'll have to check it out. Oh, you've never watched it? <clears throat> never watched it. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, because I always have reservations, so I didn't, I, I didn't think it was for me. If you enjoy travel and food and, and Anthony Bourdain, then yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really great show. All right. Well, let's pretend the music ended there. Let's go, Dolphins! Get back in the win column. Let's oh, we're go. in. We're in it already. <laughs>